1: Here we are. Hey, another recording. Another recording, and we're kind of off, actually, yes. we're, we're not, with our days. Yeah, we're not recording
0: on our normal day. No, nope. still going to go out, you know, on Monday like normal. Right. It was a busy weekend. Mm-hmm. And, um, but we're we're getting it done, and we are being faithful to what God said, and having it
1: be posted on Mondays. Yeah. And aren't you just, well, I mean, you look good today, but, um, you know, I got home from church and running around, and I'm just in loungy clothes, so I'm... (laughs) I wasn't going to say anything. (laughs) I got my slippers on. Right. (laughs) And her PJ pants. And
0: and my PJ pants. I do. Well, if I could have, I certainly love the days I can be in my PJ pants.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I'm glad there's no video here today. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Anyway... (laughs) <laughs> yeah exactly so so we're talking about today we're going to um in with the um uh, with the lukewarm church so yeah. we've covered all of the churches yeah in revelation
0: and um i just feel like throughout the week it was coming up a lot so this is definitely where god's leading us to to go ahead and, finish. and finish up with the letters because i mm-hmm. I would listen to different um, YouTube sermon, and the Lukewarm Church was mentioned, or I saw, you know, I love Lion of Judah. We mentioned that on podcast. Oh, yeah. That um, brought up the Lukewarm Church. Mm -hmm. Um, A friend, uh, one of my daughter's friends, who is kind of like a daughter to me, she sent me a sermon on the Lukewarm Church. So I'm like, okay, Lord, we're going to talk about About the the Lukewarm lukewarm Church. Church.
1: And then what about that... um the YouTube we listened to this morning that from that Allie? Uh, Allie sent. Yeah, that I'm was gonna, from A and O, right? Yeah, I'm going to share that, um, and maybe we'll put
0: that in the description. Um, it is uh, doesn't. I hope it doesn't make sound here. Okay, um, it's from A Production, and you can find it on YouTube. And it's the title says, "This will blow your mind." Where is Satan's headquarters in today's uh, world? And it's talking about um, Pergamum. Yes, and there are some very um, interesting historical facts about where all these churches were located and why in the church of Laodicea, which is Pergamos. No. No, I'm sorry. No, no, no. Uh, we're talking about Laodicea yeah. today. The church in Pergamos, which is the compromising, compromising. church. Mm-hmm. Why in verse 13 it says where Satan's throne is, and it also um, towards the end says where Satan dwells. Yeah. So it gives some historical facts.
1: It does, and, and I feel like when we were studying this in um, our small group, we um, I don't think we landed there for too long on those two things Satan's yeah. throne room um, mm-hmm. and what was the, what was the other one um, where Satan. he dwells yeah. Um, yeah we didn't which is surprising because those are the two things that really stand out about that church um, because like what we were what I was saying is that
0: Satan always tries to mimic God. Yes. And, and God is on his throne. We know that for a yeah. fact. So why do we not think that Satan doesn't have an actual throne that he's, he's, he's trying to sit on?
1: Right. And I mean, it obviously doesn't look like the Lord's, but right. he's going to concoct something right? And that I can is just, similar to what the Lord is doing because he wants to be God so yes. badly. Yes. And, and I
0: can just see him sitting there and having his minions and demons come in and reporting to him trying to mimic that you know God is in control and he has obviously angels that are doing some of the work that's biblical and um you know he's trying to mimic and do the
1: same thing and it's interesting how in that video um it was talking about how the how the road intersects the east east from the west mm-hmm. well there's scripture about uh, that what what in that video when when that guy was talking about that then I thought, well, of course because you know there's scripture that the Lord um doesn't remember our trans- our transgressions or our sins as far as the east is from the west. Yeah. And I'm like, man, wow. Satan, he just tries to mimic and convolute and con- concoct things Everything. that are similar to God and it's just sickening. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. And like to choose pergamos
0: because that was such an idolatry type city and that's also where it says you hold the doctrines of balaam yeah you hold the doctrines of the Nicolaitans.
1: Mm -hmm. so it
0: was such a false doctrine city that was compromising so you do not want to be in a compromising church because that's where satan dwells
1: yeah Ooh. yeah i know so, yeah, we kind of we kind of missed those important parts, I think, when we were talking about the compromising church. Um, I believe we said some really great things, you know, when we were talking about it in our podcast. But for some reason, like after I listened to that video, I went back to this mm. and I'm like, my gosh, so we, did we did not, not that we need to... We're not going to know everything. No, we're not, and Never. we certainly don't. Yeah. Uh, but and not that we want to glorify Satan here in these scriptures, but I think what it's saying here is really important to understand about Pergamos and and how you know how Satan related to the compromising church. Yeah. Yeah, so, so it's a good
0: video. I I, yeah. I really encourage you to go back and to listen to that because I've listened to it twice, and I probably would listen to it again mm-hmm. um, and make some notes on it because it was
1: pretty interesting. Yeah, it was very interesting. So um, maybe in the description I'll... Uh Yeah. I'll put where that you can find that YouTube video. Yeah. So why don't we go to, uh, right now, the Lukewarm Church. Yeah. And that's in Laodicean. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Who who wants to read? You want to read? I can read. Okay, go ahead. Okay.
0: It starts in verse 14. Of chapter 3. Mm-hmm. And to the angel of the church of the Laodiceans write, These things says the Amen, the faithful and true witness. The beginning of the creation of God. Mm. I know your works, that you are neither cold nor hot. I could wish you were cold or hot. So then, because you are lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will vomit you out of my mouth. Because you say, I am rich, have become wealthy, and have need of nothing, and do not know that you are wretched, miserable, poor, poor. "'Blind and naked, Hmm. I counsel you to buy from me "'gold refined in the fire, that you may be rich, and "'and white garments that you may be clothed, "'that the shame of your nakedness may not be revealed, "'and anoint your eyes with eye salve that you may see. "'As many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. "'Therefore be zealous and repent. "'Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and dine with him and he with me. To him who overcomes I will grant to sit with me on my throne, as I also overcame and sat down with my father on his throne. He who has an ear let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Hmm. There is
1: a lot. There is a lot, and you know, as you were saying, like a few things came out came up this week with you about mm-hmm. the lukewarm church. And as you were reading this, I remember I I had a client, um, who who came in um, just at the last minute last week, and most of our discussion was around being lukewarm in his faith, being lukewarm, and what is happening around him where he needs to step it up. Mm-hmm. And the Lord is calling us to step it up. Right. I mean, it's it It says here, you know, I know your works, I know what you're doing. Jesus knows this, okay? And he says that you are neither cold nor hot. I, I wish you were cold or hot. and And that's what I was saying to my client is, you know, you need to pick which side you're on. Are you going to be on fire for the Lord, or are you not? Mm-hmm. You can't just dance around in the middle and decide. You know when you know if, if when things are going good that you're on fire for the Lord, but mm-hmm. because um, you know something isn't working out you're kind of there but you're kind of not and you know so i I think this is this is a warning for us all Mm -hmm. you know even for those of us who are in the word every day who are living this who are on fire for the lord and the things that that we read in this Mm -hmm. bible yeah it's still a warning to us that you better not go there right you better not get lukewarm.
0: Yeah, and it makes me think about, so what happens What happens when you are on fire and then all of a sudden you're not? It, it's kind of, you know, the word backsliding comes to mind. And I also listened to a Lion of Judah um, YouTube sermon that was about backsliding and how you, you stop doing the things that you did, which takes me back to like the Loveless Church. They stopped doing the things that Made Mm -hmm. them on fire like praying. The first thing that the line of Judah pointed out was you're not praying the way you did before. Right. You're not in the word every day like you were before. Mm -hmm. You're not. That's why I also encourage people, if you find yourself being stagnant, you better change it up a little bit. Because that's just how we're designed. We're designed to always seek after something that's different and more and not repetitive And so don't do that because the word isn't repetitive. It's not boring. It you have to find new ways. That's why I also encourage people to be around a community of people that will push you, make you accountable, that will show you new things. Mm -hmm. Look how many times we learn stuff within our group of women. Yeah. I mean like that video was Brought out with someone that was in the group and shared with everyone else. you got to have people that are going to share new insights. Yes. um, Because you cannot possibly learn it all by yourself. Because
1: look at that video, um, how Allie just put that out there for our group this morning. And then a bunch of us went immediately to the scripture. Mm -hmm. I mean, it forced us to get back in the Word to look at this. And then we're sitting here going... Oh my gosh like we missed a key point of you know Pergamum yeah right. so we had to go back and, and look at that because and this I always say this is why the Bible is alive yeah you know yeah because we could sit here and we could read this scripture from the lukewarm church and we like how many times have we read it I mean. We've got so much marked up in our Bibles mm-hmm. that there's no more room. <laughs> there is no more room, and but man, every time we read this, there's something new. Yeah, it's not if you if if you're reading the Bible and it's
0: boring, you are doing something wrong. Mm-hmm. You really are. It's not the Bible; it is you. Right. <laughs> and I've been there before, where mm-hmm. I've read it like this doesn't make any sense. It was kind of boring. I didn't get anything out of it. But you you got to stop and pray and. And say, Lord, I'm trying to seek you. I'm trying to seek your face. so I need your understanding and help with this. And then reread it or, you know, have a conversation with someone that's in their word
1: all the time. Get in a conversation. You don't know how having a conversation sparks different thoughts, and then you end up going to different scripture. Yes. And we that's do this fun. all the time. It is yeah. fun. Yeah. It it's is encouraging. Yeah. And I just want to read something in the study notes about, um, about the lukewarm church at Laodicean. Mm-hmm. Um, it says, uh, Laodicea was an arrogant, self-sufficient church in an affluent city. Mm. The church at Laodicea represents the church in the final days prior to its pre-tribulation rapture, a church largely in a state of apostasy. What did we say apostasy was? Um,
0: I don't think I looked that word up. I looked up apathetic um, because I learned that in my studies.
1: Um, yeah, look up apostasy just so we could get yeah. that um, out there. I don't have my other notes because it's in my other notes.
0: Um Oh, apostasy is the abandonment or renunciation of a religious or political belief.
1: Yeah, so it was a church largely in a state of apostasy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Um, then in verse three fourteen, it says the Amen. Um, as Naomi read, it says these things. Says the Amen. Well, the Amen is is the God of truth, obviously, and the guarantor of all God's promises. Um, the beginning of the creation of God uh, in the scripture refers to Jesus Christ as the source and cause of creation.
0: Yeah. And I had notes that it's kind of like him saying he's, he's the last word. Yeah. Uh, saying, amen. Uh Uh-huh. I'm, I'm, I'm the last
1: word here if you go to, <laughs> if you go to John he's the beginning yeah. obviously uh-huh. If you go way back to Genesis, he is the beginning right. and in revelation, revelation he is the end. The end. amen. yeah mm-hmm. yeah that's that's a good point. Yeah. Um, there's something else I wanted to just point out in uh, verse three uh, chapter 3, 15 and 16, neither cold nor hot. It says cold springs are refreshing. Hot mineral springs are medicinal. Lukewarm is nauseating. Mm, So can you see how, if you're a lukewarm Christian, how nauseating you are to Christ? That's scary. That is scary. I don't want to be that person. (laughs) Heck no. No. I mean, that that to me is where the fear of the Lord should be coming in, right? Absolutely. Yeah. It says, um, their nominal state prompts a warning from Jesus. I will vomit you out of my mouth. It is not clear that this warning is an indication they may lose their justification, but nominal Christianity certain, certainly deprives of the blessings of intimacy with Jesus.
0: Yeah, like, like a, a statement, blank statement that we need to make here is that our thinking is, why chance anything at all mm-hmm. with your eternal salvation? That's right. So why in everything that we've been saying on, on podcasts and learning, if what we say drives you to go deeper with Christ, that's what we all, including ourselves, should continue to do. So why chance saying, well, I'm just going to you know, live my life how I want until... I really feel like I have to make a change. Or people in this church that were being lukewarm, that were neither hot nor cold, and just they were kind of just um, didn't really care. That's what um, apathetic means. Mm-hmm. They that you don't really care. Um, because as it stated down further, they thought they had everything that they needed. Yeah, they they didn't. They were without nothing. Mm-hmm. They didn't have that. Um, that missing desire of anything at all in their life. well
1: and you know their whole um, their whole um i guess maybe temperament or um you know like i had read in verse 14 is um they're an arrogant church yeah ah that's so bad because we need to understand okay with our own spirit i you know and i i say that arrogant or arrogancy is is a bad spirit to have within mm-hmm. you you know mm-hmm. um we have to ask ourselves a question is is our the spirit that we have in us as it is towards our walk is that glorifying god right or should we be doing something different and if if we need to be doing something different Let me tell you what there are people you can ask how to do things differently in your walk and just like you said you know if you're in a rut and you're just kind of well you know with your walk with christ there's people there's people i mean send us an email we could Mm -hmm. tell you how to start digging in deeper and Mm -hmm.
0: and it really is so simple as to pray to god for that saying lord i'm seeking you i I feel like things are kind of got stagnant in my relationship with you, Lord, and I want I want to hear from you. I want I want to know you well. I want to um, know you better. Help me to do that. And and like I have, I always said before in the past, even when you're starting out and you don't know where to start, you pray, Lord, help me to make you a priority yeah. in my life. Yeah, He will show you. He's done that for me. Absolutely. I mean, I've had to say that prayer. So. Um, just don't allow yourself,
1: before you even know it, to get to become lukewarm. lukewarm. Oh. But you know what I love out of this scripture is where where Christ says um, at verse twenty. Well, he before that nineteen, he's saying we need to repent, mm-hmm. and then in twenty, behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and dine with him, and he with me. So I mean, he's standing right there. He just needs for people to hear him mm-hmm. and to and to answer that door. So again, you,
0: you got to open the door. He's not going to do all the work. This is a relationship. Yeah, he he, need, he wants to know that you want him. Mm-hmm. He wants to know that you want him in your life. So. He's he's there. He's standing and he's knocking, and he's speaking out to you.
1: Yeah. Are you going to open the door and let him in? So I
0: made a note in, uh, next to it that you can't be fooled because he's speaking. So you yeah. can't say, "Well, I just heard a knock. I didn't know who it was."
1: Oh, when no. you hear the Lord, you'll know it's the Lord. Yeah. When you're feeling convicted mm-hmm. or tugging
0: at the heart mm-hmm. or
1: that kind of it's the Holy Spirit's or
0: work, mm-hmm. that's Jesus. Speaking out,
1: and you need to open the door. And see, here it, it says, you know, where he says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. That is addressed to a complacent church. Individuals may still open the door and enjoy intimate fellowship with the Lord. That he waits for the door to be opened shows the paradox of grace and personal responsibility. So just like we said, he's doing his part. We have to do our part, Mm -hmm. but let's not be complacent in our walk with the Lord. Right. That complacency equals lukewarmness, Mm -hmm. and he's he doesn't he doesn't want it. He doesn't like it. Yeah,
0: and he, you know, this is where he's searching for his children that want to do his work, Mm -hmm. and really, there isn't. Anything more pleasing than to to do his work? So you want to be on fire, so that he will continue to give you gifts and things to do responsibilities. Yeah,
1: you know, and um, I just think we have to dig into a closer relationship with the Lord because everybody is put on this earth for a purpose. Yeah, his his word and his promises says that. Um, we do have a purpose here Mm -hmm. part of that is to glorify the lord yeah and what we're doing so i guess the question is is are you glorifying the lord and what you're doing in your personal walk with jesus christ or in your job or at church in your volunteering at church are you really doing what the lord wants you to be doing Mm -hmm. um right you know, because again, we've mentioned this before. We can do, do, do.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's not about works, right? It's not. So we gotta, we gotta figure this out. So we're not complacent. We're not just, you know, <clears throat> going through the motions, right?
0: And verse seventeen is really powerful too. <coughs> if we, if we go back up there, I know we're skipping around. Sorry there. But seventeen is, um, because you say I am rich, have become wealthy, and have need of nothing, and do not know that you are wretched, miserable, poor, blind, and naked. That is, that that goes. That reminds me of how we can't store up treasures here on earth. Hmm. Um, because if you if you are that person and you're just gaining all these things that are materialistic and and that you buy with with your own riches and you become wealthy really those things don't matter those things really amount to nothing
1: you can't right? take them with you yeah when you're when you're called to leave this earth you can't take any of that with you right it doesn't it, they're all and it's not going to That's
0: those things aren't going to buy you into heaven either mhm they really have no value when you're gone mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, at all and so it's like people don't they're wrapped up in that world as the laodiceans were and they don't even realize that they're they're poor they're miserable and blind because those things that are valuable that christ can give you that's what truly makes you rich in life yes um yeah
1: um i'm just kind of looking at a couple of other notes real quick maybe just to um recap here Mm -hmm. um you know the you know the bottom line is we have to give um our love for jesus first place in our life, and we have to commit ourselves both emotionally and intellectually to Him. Mm -hmm. Um, We have to avoid lukewarmness, and we have to stir up our zeal for the Lord. Mm -hmm. Um, And we have to repent. We have to repent quickly whenever the Holy Spirit convicts us. There's so much to this, you know, the yeah. lukewarm church. There is. So we just really need to read it like we do
0: all the letters and ask your, yourself, am I, am I in the lukewarm church? Yeah, where am where I? Where am I? More importantly, am I pleasing to the Lord? Mm-hmm. Um, and if not, He's given us this chance. Now is the chance to repent and turn around. And again, just like in all the other letters, He tells us what our rewards are. Mm-hmm. which I love that Jesus does that.
1: He, he tells you what to do, but then he says if you do that, this is what you get. Well, in, in verse 21, it says, To him who overcomes, I will grant to sit with me on my throne as I also overcame and sat down with my father on his throne. Yeah, that well, is a promise to us. It is. That last verse in uh, 22 says, He who has an ear... Let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. So you mm. heard it. Yeah. You heard the Scripture spoken. You have it in your mm-hmm. in your Bible. Obviously, you could read it. Um, so yeah. Yeah. The lukewarm the church. Lukewarm church. Yeah. All right. So another episode. Yes. And um, let me just say this as we as we end. We went through the election. Still. We don't know who's president. All no. I know is for sure and for certain, Jesus is king. Yes, yeah, so just just take um,
0: comfort in knowing that God is in control. He already knew all this was going to play out this way. That's right. Uh, we just have to continue to stay focused on mm-hmm. him. Move right. on. Yep. All righty. righty. Have a good day. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for joining Dr. Kim and Naomi on Uncomplicated Truth Talk. We hope you have enjoyed this episode. For any comments or questions, please feel free to contact them at askthecounselors at gmail.com. Until next time, this is Uncomplicated Truth Talk.